0: Family, friends, fans, and foes, it's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us on the show. But hey, hey there, you listening right now, listen up. Before we get to the show, you know what you got to do hit us up on all those social media outlets if you can. Uh, Hit us up on the uh, Twitter at TNW Pod, hit us up on the uh, Facebook at Talking Wrestling. Uh, drop us a Gmail at talkingwrestling at gmail.com. You see the repetitiveness of, of this, the, how repetitive it is and how easy it is. Uh, it gets a little difficult here on Instagram. We're talking wrestling podcast on Instagram. Check us out there. Um, iTunes rate, review, subscribe, favorable review. Five stars would be nice. Thank you very kindly. Uh, We are there at uh, Talking Wrestling. And of course, on Spotify, uh, why go to iTunes and Spotify is so much easier because everything is there. We're on Spotify. Joe Rogan's on Spotify. Hulk Hogan's on Spotify. Every WWE song you've ever wanted to hear is on Spotify. So go to Spotify and check us out there on Spotify. Um, That is pretty much it. Now joining me... um, is the co-host with the most the lover of cinnamon and toast uh who's better in production not post i don't even know if that makes any sense but you know who does make sense this man reese turner reese how are
1: you bud well i'm doing good buddy how are you Oh, I'm pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Things are good. Wonderful. Wonderful. I was going to say I've I've changed my name to Spotify now. I'm Spot <laughs> I am Spotify now. It is. It is
0: Spotify. <laughs> it could mean anything like if you were a uh, just a cat and then you got okay. Spotify, you would turn into a leopard.
1: Mm. At least
0: at least, yes. <laughs> if you are a uh, just a um Oh, I'm trying to think of, oh jeepers! If you were a just a you know a a really freaky looking horse with long legs and a tall neck, and uh, you'd Spotify, they'd call you a giraffe.
1: There you go. If there you, you go.
0: if you were Dusty Rhodes coming into the WWE for the first yeah. time, they <laughs> would slap you with a a, a a manager named Sapphire, and then you both would get Spotified so yeah
1: i love that i love that thank That's... you
0: that was very it was giraffe inspired so let's see what's next um that might be the worst pun of the day but it's early and i'm sure there will be several more Ow. Uh, jeepers man how you doing how how are things and uh how was your weekend? wrestling oh, it man. seemed last week was so crazy with everything happening and yeah. this week, pretty quiet week in wrestling.
1: Yeah, it was pretty quiet, but it was still...
0: Carryover.
1: Yeah, we had some we had some cool stuff happen. Uh, like, I was funny, I was watching Dynamite on Wednesday, and I was watching it with my father, and it was the main event. And I was like, you have to understand how crazy this is right now. And he's like, whoa. And I'm like, well, you have, number one, you have John Moxley, who was the former AEW champion who is currently the IWGP was it junior heavy champ
0: no he's the the US champ TV,
1: yeah that's right the US champ and i'm like and he's the and and the guy with the red briefcase is from new japan wrestling like you have to and then the good brothers came out i'm like you have to understand how many different promotions are represented right now this is unprecedented you've never seen this on tv before ever
0: no no definitely not in the modern era The last time I could think of something to happen like this was back in the day when Vince first started taking over. Like, in 1986, Yeah, AWA formed with uh, NWA and uh, WCCW. They put on a super card called uh, WrestleFest, I think, or maybe, or something like that. Anyways, it wasn't a success. You couldn't stop Vince, even if they pooled all the talent, because... Yeah. He'd already taken all the best talent, regardless. Like poor mid south, they got, got they it. got raped mm. like really, really oh, bad. Really? Oh, yeah. like you look at all the mid. Well, it's funny. Like they show the mid south uh, catalog on on the network now because it's all their stars. Like you're looking at uh, Shawn Michaels when he first started. You're looking at. Uh, you know the Ted DiBiase, Junkyard Dog, hacksaw Jim Duggan, uh, yeah. you know it, it's Chris, Steve Doctor Death, Steve Williams, um, it's a lot of big boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Butch Reed, of course, uh, who I think we have to talk about as well because yeah. he just passed away, and uh, you talk about one of the um best. All uh, African American wrestlers uh, of his generation and other generations to come, you know, I always mix them together with Ron Simmons because they were kind of came up at the same time in different territories, and then eventually would form the tag team Doom. Doom, who were, you know, awesome because they both looked identical. when they had masks on, they both looked identical. You couldn't tell one from the other. Mm-hmm. They were both big, jacked Dude. motherfuckers uh, yeah. with Scary with Sherry in between them. At first, she was the manager. I, I eventually, Teddy Longwood, I believe, would take over. But at first, when they came in, like the, the, without Doom, there would be no Harlem Heat. And Harlem Heat, I, I have to say, is the greatest African-American tag team of all time and arguably could be one of the greatest tag teams of all
1: time. They are a great tag team. I loved Harlem he, um They had one of my favorite finishing, like little combo setups. I have, like for the Harlem Hangover, I think uh, Stevie Richard, uh, not Stevie Richards, Ray. <laughs>
0: Stevie Ray, Stevie
1: yeah, Ray, yeah, Stevie Ray would do like a, his old, his like flat jack type maneuver, and then Booker T would come off the top with that rolling leg drop. That was just amazing. A top ropes like. Uh, like a yeah, yeah a centon leg drop essentially was what he was doing, and this is crazy because like Booker T is no small guy. Booker nope. T is like yeah, Booker T is a big guy. He could hang and bang with heavyweights, and to see this big muscly dude do a flip leg drop, I'm like, who's Hulk Hogan? This guy's <laughs> the man.
0: I think the misconception on Booker T was um, early on they put him in with the cruiserweights, and uh, so you you. You associated him with the cruiserweights, even though he was bigger than the cruiserweights. But then, if we didn't have him in the cruiserweight, we wouldn't have had all these matches with him and Eddie Guerrero that were so awesome. So, you know, luckily for that. But back to Butch. You know, Butch uh, Doom, he was great. He came in WWE. Uh, It didn't go as planned. I heard they were going to put the Intercontinental belt on him at one point. but. But you know, it was he was a natural. He always looked like a million dollars, and uh, Ric Flair would say that he was like the one of the best wrestlers he's ever faced in the ring. And uh, you can go on YouTube and you can watch like a half hour Butch Reed Ric Flair match, and they're spectacular. Um, so um, kudos and uh, rest in peace, um, Butch Reed, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go watch one of his matches on the network before, or, or, or are we going to say on the Peacock when the, when everything changes? The P-Network. The P-Network?
1: No, that's, that's, that's not right. That doesn't sound right. The cock. No, that doesn't.
0: What about, uh, how about the WWE and uh, Peacock Network? So we call it, what is that? W-A-P Network.
1: Love it. Let's go with is, that. Is anybody yeah, is
0: it. anybody using WAP for anything? I don't think so. Is WAP being used for anything at all? And can you nope. think of what? Because I don't want to use something that's not like you know cause it could mean anything, like a wet ass pussy be, or something like that. What would that be? That would be embarrassing, wouldn't
1: it? Wouldn't that be embarrassing? <laughs> wouldn't
0: it? look at? They already did it with the WWF when they t- took World Wildlife Fund as their <laughs> acronym, and <laughs> now they don't want to be the wet ass <laughs> pussy fund. You know, that's, the last thing you need is the person who created the wet ass pussy to be coming after you for all those monies of dollars and dollars. So, that's it. Uh, mad mad dollars. Yeah. So maybe uh you know, change it up a little <laughs> bit. Uh, you don't want to be in another lawsuit that you've already been in. No, um, you don't. Did you watch? Uh, what did? Hey, because uh, I didn't. Um, did you see? Speaking of Booker T. Why was he at the Rumble and why
1: wasn't he in the Rumble? Well, he was a, he was at the Rumble because uh, uh, a young hip-hopping gentleman wanted to rap around him. Ooh. but not involve him.
0: I, and just is wanted, this, I
1: just want to rap in your proximity,
0: Mister. Book- does this rapper know also of the wet ass pussy that uh, potentially
1: I could think be floating So, like, floating he's one around? of those people too. He's a bad bunny. Bad bunnies know all about the like that kind of wet ass put. Like, they, I've, I've heard talk that that if you fornicate like one, you, you, you know what's up. Well, bad bunnies, uh, if you take the the wop and you turn it
0: around. It's a, it's a paw and a paw. Uh, and and one paw of a bad bunny is still a lucky rabbit's foot in my book.
1: So that's, that's right. Yeah,
0: wap wap wap, Right? Whap 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 right? yeah.
1: whap. whap, whap. <laughs> but I, I don't know what we're doing.
0: What we're doing. Hey, uh no, but I was surprised that Booker T wasn't in the Royal Rumble. And what did you think of the outcome? Were you happy with Edge uh, winning yeah. because there I know a lot of people are upset because they think it should go to a full-timer and not a part-timer.
1: Yeah, I think I'm uh, I think I'm in, in that camp a little bit. Edge didn't need to go over in that match. But that being said, when I saw the promo that they put out, that video package, that he, I was like, fuck, he's going to win the Rumble. Yeah. And then he won the Rumble, and I was like this, fuck, come on. I mean, there's a lot of other people who I thought, like they need they need to rub some of this new talent. Like fucking Edge is out there looking like he's eighty six almost. Like Well, I don't know been... about
0: that. I think he looks a lot better than Goldberg, who is still Listen,
1: Goldberg's out there looking like he's he's was born in the crustaceous period. You know, like
0: he, he, he Goldberg does what he does best. He sticks to his five minute matches. He has a lot of trouble with the with the with the the jackhammer. I've noticed. Yeah, he can't do it anymore. He can't do it. Yeah. Well, it looked like every jackhammer he does now looks like his jackhammer was from the giant. Like in. The, I was it, gonna say
1: it looks like his jack his jackhammer looks like when uh, Austin Gunn or the the other gun, when no, it's Austin when Austin Gunn does his stupid quick draw neck breaker thing.
0: Exactly. Yes. Yes. In, indeed. Indeed, it does. You um, barely get him up. So you're so I'm I was I was stoked. I called Edge to win the Rumble, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't know he was gonna do it in uh, Rick Martel fashion. You know, forty three minutes in a Rumble, and uh, and then he, um, you know, I, I like the idea that he can go on a WrestleMania. I'm like, and if people might think of him as a part timer, but um, the way I look at it. Is this guy was the industry took his career away from him, you know, and now yep. it's been lucky enough that he's been giving it back. Why should he? Why should he have to start over? You know what I mean? It's like he left as a main event. Mm-hmm. He's a Hall of Famer. Yep. He, he, he deserves the kudos to come in, and if he can still compete and like look, and not oh, only that, the Rumble. Not only that, the he's, Rumble. He, he's on of uh, the Vikings, a prominent television show that is popular. So, it's not like he's nowhere or no man's land. And, you know, if if Brock's not going to be there, why not have somebody like Edge take the Brock spot? (laughs)
1: That's true. Okay, fair.
0: Spear versus Spear. Do you think Brock versus Reigns? You also think Edge versus Reigns, though. So, who knows? Mm. Uh, I am all for it. Uh, I love that Christian came back because on the road to WrestleMania, Anything can happen. I hope Christian's involved on this road as well because I think E and C Connection uh, are one of the greatest tag teams of all time. You're not wrong. No, and if they bring us back some of that magic, either it be um, posed posed for photography shots or uh, some kazoo entrance music, uh, whatever it is. I, I am all for it. I'm all
1: for it there for sure. Well, for me, it's like I, I'm. I think there's other ways you could have brought him back if he's going to come back as like a full run kind of guy. Uh, I just don't think he needed to win the Rumble. That could have gone over. That could have gone for somebody else. You know, who would like...
0: you who would you have liked to if you're Jack Tunney? Who who are you thinking wins the Rumble?
1: <laughs> I would love honestly. I would have loved it if Big E took the Rumble. Because this would have done this would have done a huge thing also for the Sami Zayn storyline too. Uh, the conspiracy theory they did this to me so that they could just make Big E a big superstar at my expense. There could have been like a lot of cool side stories to this as well, which could have worked Sami Zayn into a more prominent spot in the company because he's great. Um, yes, I love Big E too. He's nothing but power. Like when you see him, he's got he can joke, he can throw down. I think he's got way more personality than a lot of people on the on the whole thing on the like he's got way more personality than drew McIntyre
0: yeah drew McIntyre is a little robot
1: <laughs> yeah a little robotic I got I, I killed Casey i I killed him with that like
0: <laughs> oh my god I felt that sword yeah. going in my throat
1: <laughs> that's amazing
0: a little robotic I tempted I have sometimes I have a stutter and that's what it sounds like um yes definitely I he come does come across as a little robotic and uh, uh, uninspired, maybe. But um, you know, it, it's a long time away from the guy that came in and was, you know, you look at his journey. It's taken forever to feel, fulfill the prophecy that once was the chosen, the chosen one. He was the chosen yeah. one by Vince McMahon.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: So, and that's why he has the sword. From Vince McMahon that Hunter gifted to him.
1: Why didn't you just give him like one of those dinosaur bones or something? Why does it
0: gotta be a sword? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, you gotta, like, can you imagine if Hunter, like, every time um, Drew McIntyre goes to the ring, Hunter, like, that's like, well, I, it touches a nerve because he had this sword made for his entrance at WrestleMania when he was <laughs> the king of kings that's and amazing. he gifts it to his father-in-law, and his father-in-law is like, oh, you know what McIntyre needs? A Hunter, sword. Go get me that sword off the wall. But but this is a, ah, give me that damn sword. And then he gives it to, like, Drew McIntyre, who's also there at dinner that night, just because he's the chosen one. And yeah. uh, he goes, I like that sword. Carry it around with you in front of you, like like Brock Lesnar's chest. That's what I want it to look like. Yeah oh, that's good shit, you know, and then somebody get me the lotion. Yeah. So so then all of a sudden, uh, and then somebody gets thrown in a pool and that's how every episode of them begins. And uh, I think (laughs) it's like, it's like, there's that jazzy Jeff moment where it's like, "Ah!" and it's a new wrestler that just got there. Because that would be the thing. Like if you went over to Vince's, him and Pat were out by the pool doing all the booking. And somebody was going in the pool before they left. <laughs>
1: well, that's not bad. But who was it most of the time, though?
0: Whoever, whoever was like, oh, why don't you drop by the drop by the house this weekend for some bookings, and uh, we'll get you all filled up. And you'd go for the bookings, and then at some point, one, well, it's uh, good to me. Uh, they handshake, and then somebody would just come out of nowhere and just like push you in the fucking water, and. You never He's heard these? Randy these? Orton
1: actually got his big break. Actually, he was he would RKO people into the pool. It was it was
0: he was very RKO out of nowhere out of the dive board off the of board. But man, he was like, uh, but these are true stories, and it's it's um, there's even Vince has one where Shane McMahon got him, mm-hmm. and Vince was like, "There's no way you're gonna throw me in the pool," <laughs> like. He was like yelling as out the whole way into the pool. He was so angry, but Vince McMahon, for some reason, he says there's just something about someone being pushed in a pool that I think is the funniest thing ever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he, that and
1: farting. Yeah, that he loves yeah. that's
0: that's the 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 sense of um, what is it? That's his. That's his humor. That's his yeah. That's his bar. Yeah. it's 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 farts. And people getting
1: pushed in pools. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Oh, man. I, he would love me. I can fart and push so many people in pools.
0: <laughs> uh, what did you think of uh, AEW this week?
1: Uh, there's some good stuff. There was some meh stuff. Like, but there was some payoffs that were kind of simmering that we wanted, that we kind of got a little bit of, you know? Yeah. Um, I liked it overall, man. It was a great card. Uh, it was great. Like, um, we started with Darby Allen and Joey Janela.
0: Yes. Uh, like, how, how's
1: that to start a fucking a Wednesday night show, huh?
0: Somebody's uh, Joey Janela has definitely gotten into uh, some decent shape since uh, he yeah. started there. Uh, he looks a lot better. He looks Ooh. the better. He looks, I'll say, he looks the best that I've ever seen Joey Janela look. I'll say that. And And... Right. Uh, that was a great, great match to uh, start off. I guess yeah, the sunny kiss Joey Janela stuff is all dropped because no, he'd... it still
1: happened. Yeah, they're still going. They're like she, uh, they came out together.
0: Okay, yeah, uh,
1: and they came out together on dark. You know, um, but it's like it's crazy, like ambiguous. They're, they're like, what? Who knows what they're doing? Yeah, you know, Um, but this match was it was a a crazy match, and they did some stuff I wasn't exactly expecting out of those two. Like we got a little bit of chain wrestling out of them, yeah, you know, like which was crazy. But it was great to see. Yeah,
0: great. It it was a a good way to open the show. (laughs) Uh, I I, and I always love the. I like. I I hope that AEW gets the tour, and when they get the tour, I hope they do summer tours, and they seriously think about doing the barns, like playing amphitheaters and doing the setup the way they have the setup now. Because that's in an amphitheater. And that's what the look... Like, I could see that exact setup working at the Toronto Amphitheater, the Molson Amphitheater Budweiser stage. Yeah, You know, like, the pit is is where the the ring would be, and then everybody's... All the seats are there and, and up towards the lawns. And I just... I love the that setup. I think it's so fantastic, and I I just I want that to happen. So, people, stay home. <laughs> Don't yeah, go outside. Stop just,
1: ruining shit for me. Wait it out. There's
0: billions of hours of wrestling to watch.
1: Stay in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's all like you know. I, I love I loved it. I loved the whole the whole card. There's some pre tapes there. As We finally got Sammy Guevara just being like this. Yo, I'm done. I'm done with MJF. I'm done with the inner circle. It's over. I'm out. And, he, it, and But it started because MJF tried to catch him like a little sneak. He was going to do some stupid edited I quit stuff, you know, like The Rock did back in 97. He was going to try to trick him. Yeah. You know, it's hilarious.
0: Who knew that MJF would somehow become a little cancer within the inner circle? Right. Who knew right. that that...
1: Everybody knew. Everybody it's nice. knew. It's still nice when you get one, like when you get one and they do that instead of swerving you. That being said, I still feel like there's a swerve coming down the pipe.
0: Yeah, because
1: um, well, well, look at that. Like because last week
0: it was uh, okay. They're going to have a coup and they're all going to take over. They're going to oust Jericho and MJF ooh. is going to head it. And then this week, all of a sudden, uh, Sammy G- 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 Guevara, is he quits. He's gone. He's gone. And, and that I would think it might be part of the plan too, because he's Jericho's number one guy in the faction. And then I would say Jake Hagar is probably the number two Jericho guy in the faction. And yeah, I mean, everybody so- that have that would have Jericho's back. I think, I think the uh, you know uh, Santana and uh, and uh, oh jeepers, I'm blanking on the uh, other inner circle guys. The um, the team from from uh, impact <laughs>
1: uh, uh the good brothers
0: yeah no no not the impact no don't, no 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 uh, the inner circle tag team the oh
1: b- pride and yeah. powerful pride and powerful yeah
0: they i think i think they they'll, they'll, they'll go whatever the way the faction's going they don't really yeah you know
1: exactly they're just there
0: yeah so it'll be curious i'm curious to see what happens because um, we could be seeing a different inner circle, uh, without Jericho or, but I, I don't know where this is going to go. And, uh, I'm curious to where it's going to go. And, um, and MJ, even though MJF and Jericho, we've already seen it. I don't mind watching it again.
1: Yeah, I'd watch it. Good um,
0: matches. I listened to this, uh, do you ever watch? do you ever watch? I, I know you do actually, um, I was gonna say, do you ever watch uh, What Culture videos? I was like, I—that's yeah. the funniest thing ever, people. Because the first weekend ever I met Reese, I spent the weekend at his house, and all that we watched were top ten What Culture videos over and over and oh, over yeah. and over again.
1: Like, oh, the old ones with uh, the guy who got thrown out of the... <laughs> yeah, out of What Culture and stuff. Yeah, I remember
0: that. Yeah, so. So I remember, like, so I'm funny now. I'm like, do you watch Watch Culture? Oh,
1: yeah, I know you do.
0: No, I so, don't. I don't. What is it? What culture? What, what culture? <laughs> yeah. What? What is this? What culture? Um, so, anyways, I was watching Watch Culture the other day, and Adam from his bedroom uh, had a very good theory about what's wrong with the WWE, and um, his theory was this in a nutshell. He was like. um, when you he goes, they can't build their characters properly, and they can't book properly because in the WWE, uh, every loss sort of hurts you, and if you have more and more losses, the more it hurts you because because of the way they've developed you and they developed you all wrong. Um, you see, because you said when you're when you're a young wrestler coming in, uh, you have to lose matches. You have to lose earlier in your career when it means nothing, and and he goes, and what happens is they don't bring re- like sh- like you know there are guys that lose on NXT and stuff like that, but the big names that they bring into NXT like Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, you know Finn Balor, those guys aren't going there to lose matches. They're international wrestling superstars. So 100%. so they so they get in there. And they can't lose because they're already made. So then they go on to have these great NXT careers. And then once you have this great NXT career, they bring you up to the main roster. And that's the problem because Kevin Owens comes in, he beats John Cena right away. But then you can't have, like, you can't put the guy top right away. You have to build him, which means he's going to have to lose matches. And the thing is, it's like Vince hates NXT. He jobs out all the NXT guys. No, the bottom of the roster, that's their place. There's no more enhancement guys. So the bottom of the roster are going to job to the top of the roster, and that's the the way it works, and it's a failing system. AEW. Oh, yeah. I, don't know.
1: I would argue that there are still enhancement guys. They've just got more screen time now.
0: Yes, but AEW you know. does like – Here's the thing about AEW is uh, one of their most popular wrestlers is Jungle Boy, and he loses most of his matches. But he wins, but he, he loses them in tag team matches or this type of match. It, the When he does win is when it's a big match, it counts and it's more important to him. But they're developing him right. He's losing all these matches when he's younger. Uh, and when he's older, then he will have less time to lose. Uh, Shawn Michaels, if you watch, go back and watch Mid South, on yeah. uh, Mid South on, uh, on on the on the WWE network. Mm-hmm. He's he's an enhancement wrestler. He's very young, and he loses a lot of matches. And you know what? That's his job. He wasn't always yeah. Shawn Michaels. You can't always be great. But when you come up from NXT you are great you just come off like bianca belair is probably the greatest A- nxt talent since maybe Shayna brasler you know uh to come up from an nxt so mm. who knows you know but who knows what they're going to do with her but it seems to me they're pushing her in the right direction
1: that's true but like, who, i think they're doing doing right by bianca belair so far
0: yes uh, so but far. we'll see. We'll see where that goes. You yeah. know, like look at Oscar wasn't even in the Royal Rumble, so
1: I, well she can't be. She's a champion, isn't she?
0: Well, why was Sh- Shana Flair was a champion? Where well, they're the tag champs, and they but uh, she's also
1: the Raw Women's Champ or whatever. She's she's one of the the major title holders. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, well, Fair okay.
1: play. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So she can't be like. But honestly. He, the women's wrestling in WWE is something that they have right. It's one of the few things that I think they have right. I think so too. There's a, cute, there's a few characters that I think could do with more screen time. If you're not going to do anything with them, don't don't do anything with them. I guess. But like when you only see people like uh, what's her name, the little Scottish or psychopath there, a Nikki, oh, Katie, uh, Le- a Nikki Cross. hmm Like you see her and then like she's there and then she's gone again. But she could be thing if you gave some screen time you know what i mean it's it's one of those things it's i think they suffer from too much they have a glut of talent they have too much
0: the uh, nikki cross one of my favorite matches uh, in the last while was uh she had an uh, a a ladder match against oscar in nxt mm-hmm. and it was one of the best uh ladder matches i have ever seen in my life well, I, yeah Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, You know, so she has the potential to be a top star. It's just they've never really put her that way uh, since she's come up. Um, Probably because, you know, she's not gorgeous. You know, I hate to say Mm. it. Like, she's not drop-dead gorgeous like the people that they want to put up top usually are way better looking. Like Uh, Nia Jax
1: yelling, My Hall! What (laughs) is that? Okay, so she fell out of the ring. Like, she took a bump. Sorry, like, she took a bump out of the ring onto the ring apron on her ass and just yelled first, like, my butt, and then, like, my hole. Like, and it was very loud. Very loudly, she yelled, my hole. (laughs) Oh, my God. That
0: is a... And that has to be Vince McMahon right there. Like, you know, like, remember when Nanny Neidhart... Used to shit herself and fart.
1: 100% Vincey.
0: Yeah, there was like, is Vince humiliating someone who doesn't. He, I hate when he does stuff like my whole. Like, what do uh, you.
1: Why? It's just stupid. It's just stupid. Oh, yeah, this is dumb. It's dumb. Like, oh. I think, like, honestly, it's the WWE is at that level. I think when, like, I was a kid, like, in 1991, now, we're at, like, 91, 92, we're at critical mass. Like, um, like when Papa Shango was making the ultimate warrior bleed black goop, we got Alexa yeah. Bliss do, doing that stuff now. Like, we're at that level of strange, I think, and bloated and bloated in WWE, and they need to strip some shit back. Not everybody needs to be something, you know?
0: They're gonna have to figure it out because, uh, it seems to me that there's gonna be a coalition of the new Japan. And the impact and the, the uh, AEW has in...
1: been knocked on, baby, and answered and walked in and like fucked in. This door has been broken in, baby.
0: It's the Winnipeg boys who were changing the industry. It's Don Callis, it's Kenny Omega, and it's Chris Jericho. And those guys look at Don Callis' impact. Kenny Omega has all the new Japan contacts. And Chris Jericho is just Chris Jericho, so yes, yeah.
1: But he also's got quite a legacy in Japan as well,
0: right? You're right, and he does. He does have a legacy in Japan. I was saying from the get go, if New Japan could even do a coalition with, with uh, AEW, it would be so beneficial. Like yeah. they they recognize them, they talk about them, they they've talked about Tanahashi on the show, and Tanahashi now is one of the never the never weight uh, uh, belt, uh, not the belt, the briefcase which yeah. is going to put him in the title match for the Tokyo Dome next year. So he's, he's he's already set. Like he's already back. Like They were seeming like they were bringing him down and they were jobbing him out all last year. And then all of a sudden now he wins his title. He wins the he's briefcase. Set. And, you know, that puts him in place for all he has to do is just train and get better and just get better. And he can be back to the Tanahashi that we all know and love. Very excited.
1: Yeah, man. It's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Um, well,
0: uh, The, um, oh, what was I going to say? J- uh, jumping jeepers. Oh, oh, there's something. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you uh, last week on the show, because I know you aren't here because, unfortunately, um, my roommate has a clause. Uh, he mm-hmm. still lives here, and because I do the podcast here, um, he has to do... One episode every few months, and he took the big four, uh, you okay. So he, yeah. so he, ha- he has to involve them. And I, when I initially told you you're going to be the co-host, I forgot to tell you about the clause, and it's created okay. a very awkward situation. So, um, uh, what I did was, uh, I well, I did, uh, I, I well, I just. I got you a little something, and I, well, think, have to do that. I, I think he's here right now. Hold on, let me second. Let a me try second. to uh, bring this up here if I can somehow. Uh, uh, how do you? How am I gonna do this here? Let me see. Um, okay, let me see. What is the best <laughs> way to do this? Um, I what thought I would be on? able to pull it up on a video on the screen, mm-hmm. like if I do this, but that. No, that just shows you my room. Um, okay, I'm going to try to. Okay, what I'm going to do is you know what it sounds like. I'm going to play it on my phone, and but I'm going to patch it in, and so save. Okay, I'm going to play it on my phone and patch it in, but save your reactions for don't uh, until after the video is played. Um,
1: okay, I think that's uh, that's uh Yes, I think that's a good way to do it I will mute my microphone so you don't hear me react right now. I'm muting it.
0: All right. All right. All right um, Now let me just see here um, doom, 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 doom. I
1: Unmuted it for a second and I'm gonna mute it again Okay, okay. Hold on a second
0: Now we are trying to figure this out. This is high-tech stuff in the making all right, one second here. I'm going to play this right now for you, uh, as you can see. Uh, here we go. Reese Turner, your boy James Ellsworth here, the man to beat AJ Styles, not once, not twice, but three times the real winner of the first ever women's winning the bank ladder match. And listen, Casey Corbin, host of Talking Wrestling Pod, he wants to welcome you as a new co-host, and wants to apologize for not having you when last week he knows that I was a big deal and wants you to know that he'll climb the tallest of ladders and get you that briefcase just to make you happy, just like I did for Carmel. So, that's a big apology. He got you a video from James Ellsworth. That's like the best apology ever, duh. So thank him very much. Take care. Keep doing good work. Stay safe.
1: God bless. And remember, any man with two hands has a chance Can you believe that?
0: Can you believe that?
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: Uh, James Ellsworth it turns out, is a good friend from a friend from a friend. And I said, I need to come through big with a big apology. And they said, (laughs) duh. Why not get James Ellsworth to do it for you? And I said, duh. And that's great. Any hey, man with two hands is a fighting chance. So, uh, yeah. So I called up my friends, 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 good friend James Ellsworth, and he was nice enough to send that video uh, to you. So,
1: wow, that's amazing, man. Well, thank you, thank you, James, thank you, buddy. It's inspiring, and I feel great now. I feel, I feel forgive, I, I, yeah, uh, I feel forgiveness in my heart. I
0: think it's awesome. He didn't even like. He, how did he know that I was the host of talking wrestling?
1: I didn't even tell him that. Like, the, I don't know, man. He's been watching. He's a fan. He must be a fan. We gotta get know. him on the show. We gotta, gotta get him on the show, baby. He's gonna, What's he it, doing? It's quarantine. It's Rona, baby. He's not doing anything. Uh, get my him on friend, the show.
0: my friend said, uh, send a, just shoot him a little message, and within five minutes, he was <laughs> the message was in the mail and done. That's amazing. Yeah, he was very. Uh, A lot of time on his
1: hands.
0: (laughs) So, you know, and any man with two hands with a lot of time on their hands can return a request to (laughs) send an apology video, which aren't even on the list of videos you can have. There's no apology video, which there should be, uh, because people fuck up all the time. Yeah, all the time. I do several times a day. I know. If I was richer and had better friends... You probably would have gotten an apology video from Stone Cold Steve Austin,
1: <laughs> but I don't have
0: better friends.
1: It's, I I don't have great friends either. I don't know who I'm gonna now. I'm gonna have to make like uh, I have to make some kind of uh like a, a, a apology accepted video as opposed to the video that I was gonna send.
0: It didn't was, matter.
1: Like what? a revenge video. What revenge <laughs> Well listen, man, I, I sometimes I get carried away and I might have done something in haste and I don't know if I can take it back now. I don't know. So I'm gonna find out if I can take it back or not. I don't I, but I don't know. I don't know. I get carried away. It's it's all right. It's all right. It's okay.
0: Everything's gonna be fine. I'm uh, yeah, I'm one hundred percent sir. I'm sure James Elworth is alright. Um yeah, be I fun. you know do you remember that Money in the Bank when he climbed the ladder, and uh, and he got the briefcase for Carmella?
1: Honestly, I hated it. <laughs> you hated it. I was just like, oh no, because like I like because it's like I'm very much a fan of baby faces and like certain types of heel, but like <laughs> that type of heel that uses. Like, a, a less charismatic Bobby the Brain Heenan to do his dirty work. Sorry, James. Sorry, James. No, you know, Bobby the no. Brain Heenan, baby. I think,
0: per, I look at, here's my, okay. So, what, we were doing pools back then, or, and then there was a, you could go to, on the internet to a place. They would have a sheet you would download, and it would, like, right. predictions. And uh, one of the things was, like, who do you predict to win the match? Yeah, so I wrote Carmella and then it said who's the last person uh to touch the be- the the briefcase before the winner. And I was and I put James Ellsworth. What? I I in my mind, I would have booked it the exact same way because James Ellsworth is in the friend zone and he wants out of the friend zone so badly and the only thing he can do to get out of the friend zone that he thinks is i've got to give her what climb she wants
1: i he, have to climb a ladder <laughs> he
0: has to climb the ladder and get her that fucking briefcase cuz he's in love with her and to me that makes sense and everybody got off the fact that everybody got so angry i'm like but that's what they're supposed to do he are heels and yeah, the, that's and, true. and the backlash was so Ugh, that they redid the match the next night on Raw. And I'm like, no, you have what you wanted. So many people upset that they're going to want to beat up James Ellsworth and that's what you want. Yeah. you know. But to me, yeah. he just wants to get laid. He just wants to impress the girl that he loves. And there's yeah. no other way. And Reese, I would climb that ladder, even oh. if it's going to piss the world off. To get you that briefcase, to get oh, you man. what you
1: want. Thanks, man. Thanks.
0: That makes me
1: feel really warm inside.
0: I you have to understand why Ellsworth did it. The, I didn't write the part like I did for Carmella. He threw that in there because he knew he could relate to what I was saying, to what yeah, Big Daddy's putting it. down. I don't he know. He felt why. it. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, I hope I can get that thing taken back now, Casey. Because I'll feel horrible if. I
0: hey, can. no, no, no! Cameos, people. We had a cameo. We promised you a cameo no, this week. He's
1: my good friend, my good personal friend, Cameo. I don't know if you know my good personal friend, Cameo. Do you know? Do you know yeah. Cameo? He good runs a website friend. and he has all he's these. Portuguese these friends. guy. He Portuguese all these Portuguese friends. guy. Cameo is a family, or <laughs> they were in basements before. <laughs> they got out of basements. Somebody let them out. I don't know who. Cameo Rivera, <laughs> I believe is yeah, his last that's name. That's it. Now it's Cameo Rivera. This is his website. I am Cameo has, Rivera. Gets all his famous friends, like just he's got a, like a Rolodex there. Cameo's a good dude. Check him out. Uh, so, nephew of Jose, Jose Rivera. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, trainer don't, of. Go cross Jose Rivera.
0: No, no. Don't hit him with a giant camera. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Is, is, it so, well, you think that camera was even real? And and one thing that I if I can have one thing from the WWE past,
1: mm,
0: I would want a cameraman jumpsuit. Ooh. With the old WWF logo on it and the the the, the, the uh look like the rope sewn in waistline, that, you know, yeah. that says you have the <laughs> I don't need the camera, but get, get that or If I could get uh, my hands on a uh, Leaping Lanny Poffo frisbee from the 80s that he tossed into the audience that still had the poem on it, that would be, to me, priceless. I would have have that in a frame on a wall.
1: I want Bobby the Brain Heenan's Black and Gold Windbreaker. That's what I want. What did he would wear when he was rolling around with, I think it was the Million Dollar Family there, like Ted DiBiase's click in yeah. the Heenan family days too. It was amazing. I loved that man, and I would love any of his clothes. I'd wear, I'd wear his fucking sock. Dude, Ugh. you should check
0: out Chalkline. Uh, Chalkline uh, chalk okay. jackets. They yeah, do. Chalk line. They do the jackets, and uh, I think they do like two different Bobby Heenan manager's jackets, and they make them like, you know, they're like chalk line windbreaker type thing, jackets. That's sick. I'd like so, to get a Bobby the Brain Heenan one. I think that's where you can get uh, you can get the, uh, that's what, you can do that. You can do sick. that. Maybe sick. we should start a Patreon to try to get you a Bobby Heenan chalk yeah. line
1: jacket. Or an OnlyFans. I'll pop my titties what? out. My titties. <laughs> you know, you was, we're not... You, were, you
0: and I, we can put out a calendar, but I am not <laughs> doing annoy, it fans.
1: It'd be, like the, it'd be like the opposite of what people traditionally want out of a calendar. They'd be like, the more clothes they put on, the better. Perfect. But look at these two handsome boys. That's when they get to December, and we're dressed up, like, uh, wearing Christmas sweaters, our hair done. They're like, look at these handsome boys at the end. It'd be amazing.
0: I, I once did a fireman's calendar of myself, and... Uh, <laughs> And I had three different poses of me in the uh, with like without a shirt on and the jacket on over top or 12 whatever. Months. What's that? But there's
1: twelve months. Well, you well, only did three well, poses and just Photoshop. No, different no, surroundings. no. It was uh,
0: <laughs> it was like a I, can't, I can't, like a mat calendar. So okay. all the years, all the dates are on the bottom, and then the okay. pictures on top. Okay. And uh, a lot, a lot of feedback on it was that it was very hot and sexy and uh you know like like what you're wanting for you know i don't know what you and your wife have planned for uh happy greg valentine's day but um i'm still
1: on uh, our friend's website that's for sure he's too much money (laughs)
0: i'm still i'm still looking for if for greg valentine's day i'm still out there looking for my brutus beefcake that's what i'm looking for my partner, you guys got
1: to get matching heavy gauge nipple rings.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that <laughs> picture of them! You know, okay, I'm not going to argue two old men rocking wicked lazy boy chairs, but uh, they look comfortable. I'm not going to wear my nipple rings to, I'm, and I'm probably going to wear a shirt. What? To me, it says, no. it says uh, these guys either don't have air conditioning. Or are just so used to not wearing shirts around each other that it feels yeah. weird when they do have shirts.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are we gonna? Are we gonna bang now because we're wearing shirts? No, no. Why would we do that? Why? Oh, would pop we... those shirt off quick. Pop the shirt off quick, then. I, I don't why... want to be confused. Why are you even? Be... Why are you even wearing pants? That's true. Let's get it. I brought mine. Did you bring yours? <laughs> Beefcake's
0: like, I do, but don't rip them off this time. I've got rips all over my pants.
1: Yeah, they're, they're weak. They're weak. <laughs> I bought them at Giant Tiger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember, yeah, Brutus Beefcake. Uh, clearly not a I met him at hair- an airport.
1: What's that? I met him at an airport when I was a small child. What was he doing? He was working as a baggage handler. No, No, he was. (laughs) We were leaving Florida. (laughs) We were leaving Florida, and him and a couple of the other wrestlers were flying out of, I think it was like Orlando. And uh, I don't know why he was the only one that I spoke to, but like I had like a picture or whatever taken with him when I was a kid.
0: Do you still have that picture?
1: I don't think so. I think it's gone with the wind. Oh, fucking wind. Yeah, I know. It takes everything you love. I know.
0: I kind of want to meet Brutus Beefcake because uh, I do have a really good. Uh, I have a lot of my magazines from the '80s, and, let's I, write have, and I have a WWE uh, Network. I mean, a WWE magazine or WWF magazine, and he's on the cover, and it's really, it's a good, it's in good shape. So it's something I definitely would nice. want to get signed.
1: Let's get him on the show, baby!
0: Yeah, let's get let's get him on the show. Let's get yeah. James Ellsworth on the show. Let's yeah, get some too. wrestlers on the show, because uh, we gotta It'd be take... like this. Brutus, what is the secret to a good haircut? That's a good question. That is a good question, and we'd be like, you'd uh, be like, and then we just ask him everything else about
1: Hulk Hogan. So, <laughs> well, I like... want to take some shots at his hairstyling first, because Brutus, you cut many hair, many a hair was cut by you on Saturday Morning Superstars, and let me tell you. If you cut my hair like that, I'm never going back to your barbershop. How do you stay in business? Well, I think uh, a lot of
0: people use this. Uh, he said a lot of people use something called spray paint, but it turns out <laughs> it was actually stay paint, and uh-huh. it would make you stay with him uh, subliminally. So nice. he was the first guy to incorporate spray painting uh, bees on a chest as part of a haircut. You know. Cool. I don't He'll know, did it. you ever see where they sent him off to France and he had to learn how to cut hair at, like, this prestigious school? <laughs> did you ever see those That's videos? Probably,
1: no, I probably did when I was a kid because I saw everything. But I don't remember them well.
0: Oh, uh, it was ridiculous. It was like, we're going to make you the barber. I don't know how to cut hair. We're going to send you to school. We're going to make a promo of it, <laughs> you know? So then he was there and, like, because like, I just, because before he was just Brutus Beefcake, they're like, oh, I see you as a barber. Yes. You know,
1: (laughs) you look like a bar. What does that mean? You know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I see a pole in your future. Well, that's, well, that's, uh, that's, I guess that's okay because you said the same thing to Wendy Richter and she she lost her job. So (laughs) craziness. Wendy Richter, the original screw job, she was, uh, they screwed her out of her title. She did not know she was going to lose that belt that night. And uh, she did not know who the, the Spider Woman was, and uh, she learned quickly. It was the fabulous Moolah, and uh, it was the a screw job in totally screw job. She did not yeah. know she was going to lose. So not one bit. And she left, but now she's back, and she's in the WWE Hall of Fame. So it's quite the huh. journey.
1: Time but, and money heals all wounds. I guess.
0: I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Uh, we can pretty much wrap up the show. We're coming to an end down here. We're getting down to the nitty gritty, and uh, so where? Uh, what's going on? What do you plan on? What What are your plans? What are your wrestling plans uh, now that we are on
1: the road to WrestleMania? <laughs> well, well, I'm watching SmackDown, of course. Uh, then I got to watch Raw, and then I have to watch uh, Dark, and then I have to watch Dynamite, and then I'm gonna talk again. I have a lot of wrestling to watch because <clears throat> I have to. I have to. It's just what I, we do now. We watch wrestling because we can't do things.
0: Yeah, I, I watch a lot of uh, YouTube videos, and I do watch a lot of uh, network, mm-hmm. uh, especially during the Rumble. I watched a lot of Rumbles leading up to the Rumble, but now we're on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, I'm probably going to start – at WrestleMania one, and oh, uh, oh. watch a few matches from WrestleMania one, and then work my way nice. through the manias uh, because we got a long way to go to Tampa Bay. And uh, this year, people are going to be in the stands at Tampa Bay, and yeah. uh, that's exciting. Unfortunately, it won't be me, um, but uh, you know, dare to dream. Uh, my my goal is to get rid of COVID. And uh, to be at WrestleMania in three years in L.A. So this year nice. is Tampa Bay. Next year is Texas. I got no problems. I'd go to Texas. But uh, L.A. is where that's probably where they're going to induct The Rock. So Nice. Yeah, probably, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's great. That's a great plan. That's my plan. It's a three-year plan. Yeah. And uh, hopefully nice. uh, Talking Wrestling happens uh, all three years. Yeah. yeah, you know. But let's uh we're we'll looking at starting a Patreon to uh to
1: get uh, what were we supposed to get you? What was the Patreon uh, for? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, we're getting matching inner circle jackets cuz now we're in the inner circle baby. Bobby
0: Heenan's Bobby Heenan jacket. That's what it oh, is. Yeah, that's right. That's we're right. going to look at we're going to look into that. Looking <laughs> into getting a Patreon started. Uh that's what we, what would what would we have to give extra as a Patreon besides uh, obviously the fireman calendar that people would want? And oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what else? What else would the uh, what? What would you think that talking wrestling could offer the person out there, uh, f- the Patreon, the Patreon customers? Because they have to get something extra. Well, we're oh, yeah. we're giving them Big- everything for free right now. That's but Big- what could we give them extra that would make them be like, we need to get Reese this jacket.
1: <laughs> let's give him uh, merch packs by merch packs I mean like you just buy my old clothes uh, we could also we could also do with things where they, you take me out for lunch that could be a cool thing that is a cool little reward ooh take me out for lunch Yeah. Uh, there's another one where I can draw your portrait uh, caveat I cannot draw very well but uh, I right. but I'll draw you ooh what a picture Ooh, I'll paint a pretty picture and then uh, yeah many more things of that caliber of prize uh, I
0: am available not for cameos but I am <laughs> available for uh, uh me myself I owe someone money so I need money so hit me up on the Cosmio. Uh, right. Cosmio, no that's that's uh, I'm terrible I told you to be <laughs> worse I told you the jokes would get worse as the, as the show went um, no no Hey, you can hit me up on Spotify. Um, I'm up there. Talking Wrestling's on Spotify, as well as all three of my CDs. Um, if you like sports jokes, I made a playlist uh, called Jokes for Jocks. And it's Ooh. all different comedians doing stand up bits on different sports. Uh, for example, Ooh. from the We Watch Wrestling program, you have Matt McCarthy and he does a whole 7 minute spiel on wrestling and that's on there. Um, sure. you have Norm Macdonald talking about Tiger Woods and golf and it's on there. And you have me talking about the CFL, Canadian Football League, very funny bits. It's on there. You there's so always I've always had a a, a love for sports jokes and if there are sports jokes you remember like George Carlin's football/baseball Uh, It's on there. And so if you love sports jokes, check out Jokes for Jocks on Spotify. Uh, You can find that anywhere. You can find my profile, Casey Corbin, on Spotify as well. Uh, With that said, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the episode. You know where Reese is going to be. You know where I'm going to be. We're going to be back here next week with you talking wrestling. So thanks for letting us put a headlock on your ears. For Never Sleeps Networks, Reese Turner, Casey Corbin, have a great day, and we'll talk at you next week. Yay! (laughs)